Hey, once again, this is King Cow along with my co-host, The Panda, and you're here for another edition of Vinyl Rhetoric. Welcome, rhetoricians, to Vinyl Rhetoric. I'm joined by The Panda. Panda. (laughs) I I heard your new introduction. Oh, okay. I didn't know when they would start coming out. Yeah, I heard it the other day. So for each each um, co-host, mm-hmm. they have their own introduction. So it nice. says who they are. See, so you kind of know. So you know who. Yeah, you know who's on, and they'll not be going. Who's this blob character? <laughs> right. Even though they'll hear in the past the blob. Yeah. So if they go to back episodes. Exactly. Which. Some people have downloaded lots of back episodes or somebody's downloading. Well, I think they see, you know, the different artists and stuff and they get intrigued. I think that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Or they listen to it. Oh, I like this. And then they just download. This is what I would do. Uh, I like this. Oh, sure. Dink, 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 yep. dink, dink. And download 30, 40. And then it makes me think about some of the episodes that you and Blob did where you're like making jokes about BC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so depending on when you jump in, right? what's B.C.? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, there's some things I just think, wow, I wonder if they're even going to know what this means. Right. In the future or the past. Oh, well, they're if, there right now. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Did you do anything today? Um, Today, yeah, I took the kids out to... Uh, Chuck E. Cheese? To eat, because some people are still, you Chuck know... Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, we might do that later this week, actually. Where's that at? Uh, over on Sisk. Oh, it's still there? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, they have these big signs that says, we are open. Their pizza is actually pretty damn good. It's all right. Yeah. yeah. There's not too many places where I say their pizza's really bad. Yeah. Every once in a while, you find a place... Uh, Chinese buffet. Yeah. Don't Every you ever, you f- ever find a place like that, and Ugh. you're like, ugh. Yeah. You're like Chinese. When I went to Japan, they had pizza, Mm -hmm. and one of the toppings was like jellyfish or gross. I don't know if it was, but it was seafood. Yeah. And I thought, guess we're not, I'm not even having that. (laughs) And it wasn't anchovies. Yeah. It was something besides anchovies. (laughs) I remember I used to work at a a pizza joint, and anytime somebody ordered anchovies, everybody was like, ew. They didn't want to touch it. But I was like, hey, they're giving us money. Here's these anchovies. Funny, I was, we was. When I just recorded with Heather, mm-hmm. we were talking about a movie where they ordered anchovies on their pizza. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you ever seen that movie? Which one? Can't Buy Me Love. Oh, yeah. Can't Buy Me Love. Yeah. yeah. So, so I played that that's album. A good movie. I played that album. I went, so we talked, because that's the last song on that side. Uh-huh. And I go, yeah, I, I love that movie. Yeah, that's I was a, a big movie. Patrick Dempsey fan mm-hmm. when he was young, Patrick Dempsey, before yeah. he became McDreamy. Where he was McNerdy. Yeah. He was McFunny. <laughs> Yeah, I, and then I didn't see him for a long time. Yeah. And then he came out, I saw him, hey, that's Patrick Dempsey, and mm-hmm. it was Outbreak. Uh-huh. When when he dies from yep. the monkey. Yep. I'm, I, I was all happy. I'm, You're like, hey. It's Patrick Dempsey. He's alive. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first time I'd seen him in several years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he was on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. I'm like, what show? Because I, I don't watch it. I don't either. My wife and daughters do mm-hmm. they're all into it yeah yeah oh that guy was on we'll watch shows that guy was on Grey's Anatomy and that uh-huh. guy was because there was a there was some other guy McSteamy McDreamy Mix. and McSteamy hmm. and he was on 
He was on, oh my gosh, The Last Ship. I don't know if you ever saw that. Nope. It was a show. It was on, I think it was on USA. Uh-huh. And it was basically some <laughs> pandemic thing. That's funny. And they were out on a ship at sea when everything hit. Mm-hmm. And they... Like a cruise ship? Or no, like a pirate a, a ship? No, a Navy ship. Or, Navy oh, ship. Navy, Navy ship. Navy okay. ship. Yeah. But then, then there was several uh, people. I think they got the girl... That was researching it. They might have been. They, she might have been on the ship already, or mm-hmm. maybe they picked her up right before yeah. everything hit. And they were going to try and find the virus. Uh-huh. And she knew what what it was, and she was the one working on it. And he was the captain of the ship, or the commander, or whatever he was. Mm-hmm. But they were. Oh, I know him from some. Oh, he's on Grey's Anatomy. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, we just watched Rounders the other night. And uh, there's a couple of people that like are from like Rescue Me and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's the guy from Rescue Me. Oh, that's that guy. What 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 does he say in that? What does uh, John Malkovich say? Oh, check, 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 yeah. check, check, check. All you do is check. <laughs> I just like how he eats the Oreo. He puts the Oreo up to his ear and he's like, yeah. softly opens it and then just eats it. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a while. It's a good movie. Yeah, it is a pretty good movie. Yeah. Especially Edward Norton, man, he plays such a butthole. Dick, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a great actor, right? He is. A, you love him in your movie. I know, I do. I like Edward Norton, but like the more I read about him and stuff, the more like I hear that he's just a jerk. You know that he's more like that person. Really? Yeah, it's oh, not too far. Interesting. Off of who he actually is as a human well, being. You know, he was the original Hulk. Yeah. And then that one wasn't that good. Then I think he had they had some issue with him, mm-hmm. or he wanted to do something, and they said, "Nope." Yeah. So he wasn't the Hulk anymore. Mm-hmm. I like him in Death to Smoochie too. <laughs> Death to Smoochie <laughs> is the greatest movie. If you haven't seen Death to Smoochie, it's so funny. It is hilarious. It's a, not a <laughs> rocket ship. It's a penis. Robin Williams is awesome in that. Yeah. Edward Norton's good in that. Yeah, that's a cult classic. I think. Yeah. I, the blob told me about it mm-hmm. so one day we watched it and yeah. oh my gosh i'm thinking that's a smoochie what is right this is that's a stupidest yeah. name yeah and like you see the cover and it's like some uh, dude huh? in like a, a barney ca- yeah, a costume yeah yeah, yeah. pretty funny yeah, but that movie was i couldn't stop laughing <laughs> yeah. that's one of my favorite movies of all time that one's pretty funny it is so funny yeah yeah i was thinking of movies oh i like this movie and i like that movie and it I don't think you probably. Well, you might have seen this. Time Bandits. Yeah, I think I saw it when it first came out. But yeah, I don't remember. Well, it, it came out. You didn't Kennedy seen it when it first came out. Really? Yeah, I think it came I'm out. Thinking in, of a different movie in eighty one. Oh, I'm thinking of a different movie then. And when I, we saw it, me and my friends, mm-hmm. we went to the movies and we really didn't know what it was about. Uh-huh. We loved it. Really? <coughs> it's uh, basically angels. Uh huh. They're they're all midgets. Okay. That mm, they have they steal God's. Mm, I think it's a star map that has little wormholes that drops them into different time periods. Okay. And they go around to all the different time periods trying to steal. Oh, that's pretty clever. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. It's got John Cleese is in it. Oh, I like John Sean Cleese. Connery's in it. And then there's a couple other guys that oh I know him but uh-huh. it's it's so funny and I I have a. Okay, my my thought is, and I told this to Blob, if there's a midget in a movie, little person, dwarf, whatever you want to call uh-huh, him, uh-huh. the movie is awesome. Yeah. And you could, 
just I remember that episode. <laughs> yeah, but if you all the, death is smoochy. Yep. What's in that? Yep. There's there's one. Uh, no, they, no, because they're all running around. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, a bunch of them. Elf. Elf is hilarious. Elf is so fun. Elf is so clever. Yes. It's it's it, and it's oh, who wrote who wrote that? I don't know. I'm I just I I like that movie. Yeah, that movie's funny. So yeah, Willow. That, Willow. Oh, what's in? Ah, oh, again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mad Mardigan. I just, I loved Val Kilmer. Yeah, I I do like. I thought. Val Kilmer did a really good job in um, Batman. Heat. Oh, I liked him as Batman, he too. He was a good Batman. Did you ever see Heat? Robert uh, De Niro. Yeah, and, but a long, long time ago. Yeah, that's a, that, so if you've seen the movie, oh, I don't know what it is. It's the Ben Stiller movie and Jeremy Renner when they're in Boston and they're, they're robbers, burglar, co- they're, mm. oh my gosh. And, and the, they kidnap some chick when they do a bank robbery and then they let her go. Mm-hmm. But then Ben Stiller, I keep saying, and it's not funny. Not Ben Stiller, I was like, not Ben, ben Stiller. Stiller, the other ben. ben, Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck. Yeah. I cannot. Okay. So now I have to change my it's brain. It's Ben Affleck and Jeremy Renner are the, are the two main guys. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's, it's like heat. Okay. And, and they, at the end they try to, to do a heist at, Boss at Red Sox Stadium oh, at Fenway, really? interesting. And then everything goes awry. Uh huh. And then at the very end, Ben Stiller is the only one that gets ben away. Stiller. I mean, Ben <laughs> Affleck. I don't know why I'm fascinated on. <laughs> I'm like I'm saying, yeah, it's Ben. Oh, yeah, Ben Affleck. Those are two they, very. They all look alike. Very different human beings. <laughs> no, really. They look, okay, I think they're twins. Yeah. Because it's funny, you know. You think Ben Affleck, you think you know. Oh, he's super serious. He oh. was also good in that other movie, Paycheck. Paycheck? Is it Paycheck? Paycheck? I've heard. I've with, heard of it. With uh, it's Ben Affleck is in that one. <laughs> I think it's no, no. Paycheck might be might be uh, Mel George? Gibson. Oh yeah. But it's the one where Ben Affleck has some skill, and they put him under, and when he's he he can go. He was going to some machine, and uh-huh. he saw the future. Hmm. And then when. When he, they erase it, Minority it, Report. No, no, no but they erase his memory. Uh-huh. But he sent himself an envelope with all these things in it. Yeah, and and they checked the things and everything was kosher, and all the things led to what he saw was going to happen in the future. And they helped him get out of all these different, uh, whatever they were situations. No. Nope. Nope. Let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to think. It's 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 really good. I was surprised. Ben Affleck movies. Oh, there we go. And it was I I, I will now I'll come up with all of them. Right. The way bad. The accountant. Oh, the accountant was pretty good too. I love that movie. That one was a good one. That's a great one. Uh, what's the other one with the the oh, wife who was crazy? His wife that was crazy. I don't and know. Like, what was it called? Gone Baby Gone Baby Gone? Have you seen that nope. one? Oh my god, you gotta see that one. The town is the one that he was in which was is really good. Oh, and it is paycheck. It is paycheck. Oh for, see, you were right. Yeah. <clears throat> oh oh no. payback is the one with Mel Gibson probably. I think payback oh, yeah, is yeah, Mel yeah. Gibson. That's Mel Gibson. It's Gone Girl. That's the one with David I've Fincher. I've heard of it. That's the one with David Fincher. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah, well uh, this is a, 
uh, this is another good Mel Gibson movie. Uh-huh. Get the Gringo. Mm-mm, haven't heard it. He just, he gets, I think they're, they do some robbery and they're in Mexico. Uh-huh. And he's a white guy and right. he gets thrown in a Mexican prison. And, and he has all the problems. Oh, he has a lot of problems. <laughs> but he does a lot of things and he gets, it's, it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. It's a really good movie. I was surprised. I was like, oh. Because I, I, my wife likes Mel Gibson. Uh-huh. She's always been a Mel Gibson fan. Oh, and if you ever want to see a Mel Gibson movie that's horrible, <laughs> The Million Dollar Hotel. Really? Yeah. The worst movie ever. <laughs> Waste of money, waste of time. Yeah, and all the Jimmy Smiths is in it, and uh, uh, the girl from from uh, the Fifth Element. Oh, really? Jo- Jovovich. Jo- m- m- yeah, Mila M- Mila jo- Jovovich. Uh huh. She's in it, and there's one of Jer- Jeremy, some Jeremy guy. Piven. No, no. Oh. I think it's I think his name's Jeremy something, but it, it all these people are in it. Uh huh. Oh, it's got to be good. I never heard of it. Right. So I got it for. And we watched it, and we've never watched it since. Mm-hmm. And we were like, "What is this?" <laughs> it wasn't very good. No, no. It's, yeah. Have you have you seen Ready Player One? I have I seen it. I think think I saw part of it. Oh, because I got the book on tape, and it doesn't the book follow the movie so at all. Better. <laughs> That's what I've heard. But I was having my daughters listen to it because we watched the movie, mm-hmm. and there's this part in there where they talk about. The truth. He learns the truth. And it's like every single secret that kids, you know, that that adult, uh, you know, stratosphere that, you know, we do all the secret things, you know, that make childhood special. And then, you know, the kids, he figures all of it out, like because he reads a bunch of books. Uh Uh-huh. And so I was like, he was like, and that's when I found out the truth. And I was like, oh, no. And I had to push stop. I was like, ah, because my kids are so young. But, uh. That was kind of nervousing, but... Did you don't want them to know the truth? Not yet. Okay. Not until they come to me and they're like, hey... What's the truth? By the way, I've noticed some things. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think they'll do that? Uh, the older one already has. Oh, because I never did anything. I don't think I did either. I think... Because there's all these other kids, I didn't have time to talk to my parents... Oh, that's true. ...about stuff or... <laughs> They were always doing some other thing that right. was... I think my parents told me and I was like, ah, oh, that makes sense. And then I moved on with my life. It didn't yeah. change anything. Oh, it's yeah. Just like, well, which oh. truth are you talking about? Well, all the festivities, all the holiday stuff. Uh, not the birds and the bees. Oh. Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Not that kind of truth. Well, I mean, I, I, I didn't... No, childhood truth. Like, Okay, what's a childhood truth? You know, like we're... Life is still magic, and unicorns exist, and Santa Claus is real, and okay, so, the Easter Bunny poops eggs. So how did reason. you? Oh, <laughs> I never thought of it that way. I thought they just laid them, but they're brown, it, man. Yeah, good one. <laughs> when, when, how did you find out there was no Santa? My parents told me. Oh, see, I was never told. I think they got sick and tired of doing it. Okay, so I snuck into my mom and dad's room, and I looked at something, and I saw like lifted. Oh, and I saw this little side of a thing and it was uh-huh. a square about three inches by three inches and uh-huh. it was a castle uh-huh. and then santa claus gave me that castle uh-huh. and i said hmm <laughs> and i don't know if i said something or or maybe i said there's no such thing yeah and, and they're like what like shh yeah Be and then king cow yeah i think after that i don't know it was a little bit after that i would 
when I knew I I wasn't getting any Santa gifts. Yeah. Uh, I started wrapping them <laughs> for my parents. Uh huh. Because when you have a, so they're still kids that right that are younger. Yeah. So I, do your kids listen to this podcast? No. Okay. Good. No. Well, it's just because if you're having well, it's a little late now to give a little <laughs> disclaimer. I know, right? Oops. Oh well. Oh, yeah. Oh well. Yeah, like so. So those truths, the tooth fairy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. It, it, it totally lays it out, and it's just like there's n- none of this is real. Like life is really because it kind of takes place in a dystopia. You know, it's like 2042. Yeah. The the climate crisis. See, I is, thought they were just he played a game. Yeah, but he's he's in virtual reality because reality has become so unbearable. Oh, okay. That they've created this video game that's like an oasis where it's open, open world. Except for they're just enslaving everybody. Yeah, sort yes, of. No? They're looking oh. for a treasure. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're looking for a treasure. Right. So, you know, and they've got all these different uh, teams. planets and, and teams. And there's like the corporate structure that hires all these people the, to the, find it. The hacker people right. that are trying to find right. it. Right. Yeah. So it's a really cool story. I mean, I saw part of the movie. I know mm-hmm. that. I, I think I, we, I might have came in halfway when they were watching it. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to watch this sometime. And yeah, Simon Pegg's in it. I like him. Yeah, he's funny. As mm-hmm. uh, uh, isn't he? Isn't he? Shaun of the Dead. Uh-huh, Shaun yeah. of the Dead. <laughs> and and Scotty. Yep. Which he's funny as Scotty. Yes, he is. And he, and and uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah, I liked. Him I liked in him that in that too. too. Mm-hmm. I think is there another zombie movie he's in? Um, it's not, no, he's in Hot Fuzz, which is the cop movie with the same guy, Nicholas. Uh, I've heard the name, but I've never seen it. It's really funny. It's, it's on the same lines. It has the same feel as. I I thought you were going to say Hot Fudge. And I'm like, um, I haven't. (laughs) Fuzz. Got it. Like the police. Oh, the police. The police. (laughs) (sighs) What have you been up to? Work, play, Mm -hmm. uh, colonoscopy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you get your card? What card? You didn't get it yet. <coughs> what what card? Excuse you, me. You didn't get it yet? A card for what? For your colonoscopy. Oh, that card. <laughs> yes. <coughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, sorry, I don't know why I'm choking. I'm all choked up. <laughs> I'm choking on meatloaf. You you were just tr- <coughs> you were triggered. Yeah. I mean, but card, do I get... I, I, I didn't know I got a card from your colonoscopy. Greeting, your greeting card. <laughs> yeah. So I told Heather, hey, Friday, if if I'm feeling okay, you want to do it? And she goes, okay. So we got together. Mm-hmm. And after the after my great adventure. Uh-huh. And as I was talking to her, I realized, huh, I don't know what happened from the time the video was over uh-huh. of the, the, you know, the, the, the camera. I uh, know. I was going to say the cave, the cave the hopping, s- oh, whatever s- it was doing. Spelunky. Yes. <laughs> I don't remember what happened from the time he said, okay, that's it. To when I got up to leave the place. Hmm. And I don't, didn't, I didn't pretty sure I didn't dress myself. I wonder if it's because they do the anesthesia to take it out. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. They might have just turned it up. As soon as he said, okay, that's the end. And then, boom, I don't yeah. remember a single thing. So, yeah, I mean. It, yeah, maybe that's what it is. I don't know how I don't know how much she stuck in there. 
<laughs> well, you've got a lot of intestines. I know. And <laughs> and it seemed like that I was watching for a long time. Did you taste metal? <laughs> it was coming out my mouth. Uh, oh, we made Yep, we're done. <laughs> made it to the end of the line. <laughs> yeah, huh? <laughs> wow. It, it, it didn't taste quite like metal. It was like rusty or something. Uh-huh. Oh, I know. Uh, so what else I do? I did uh, went to my sister's mm-hmm. for Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. That was cool. We did fireworks. Cool. Swam in the pool. Ate barbecue. Oh, celebrated yeah. birthdays. America. Yeah. No, it was just. It was nice. It was relaxing. Yeah. Kind of relaxing. Yeah. And then I was off the next day. And what did I? Oh, I think we. Oh, we started watching. <clears throat> We started watching, I don't even know the name of it, something Benedict on mm. Disney. Okay. Some, some, the Benedict Society or. Okay. Uh, and uh, we watched the first three episodes and that's all that's been released. Uh-huh. We're like, oh, dang it. I know, right? But it's cool. It's like, it's it's a, some kids or some, at some place and it's kind of cool. I, I, li- I like it. it. It seems really interesting. Cool. She, after we watched the first show, uh, my wife said, oh, yeah, we can watch more. Yeah. And then we started watching Falcon and the, the Snowman. Yeah, that's that's an old movie. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, uh-huh. We started watching that. I think we watched the first three episodes of that. Cool. And then, what? Did, oh, we finished. What did we finish? I know we finished something. Oh, we saw Bla- Black Summer. Which is a mm. yeah, it's a Netflix thing. Oh, okay. And it they had a season one about two years ago, uh-huh. and it's just a zombie or some something. You are intrigued with the zombie yeah, yeah, species, I, I, huh? I, I, it's not so much the zombie. I like the apocalyptic. Oh, uh-huh. I, I like that kind of show where survival and <clears throat> right. different. You know how people handle different situations. How society is so fragile. How, yes. It, yeah. It, it just will fall apart at the uh-huh. drop of a hat. Look what happened. Oh, I know. Yeah. So Could I, you imagine if like... Something uh, really was bad? Like electricity went down? Oh, yeah. So there was a there was one that we watched that that's what happened. Mm-hmm. It's some TV show. Yeah. That, that was on for three seasons, I think. And yeah, electricity just stopped. Yeah. And the if breakdown the, in society yeah, is... Yeah, the grid went down immediately. Yeah. It's... it it. I'd no, say be able three to days. Hook an electric stove up or microwaves are obsolete. You have to know how to make fire. Yeah, well, when we went camping, uh, every time we go camping, mm-hmm. I just cook over the open flame. Yep. So I've, I, you know, you, you, you can't just let the meat sit on top of the flame and walk no. away. No. So, no. Uh, so we, 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 uh, when we went camping, we, mm-hmm. we played, we did some cornhole. Mm-hmm. We did, we did, Eating, right? Drinking. We did eating. We did drinking. <laughs> well, some of us did eating and drinking. Uh-huh. Went to the beach and we saw the sun for about an hour, I think, maybe mm-hmm. two hours the whole time we were there. Jeez. Yeah, it wasn't overcast. Oh, yeah, it was overcast the whole uh-huh. time, but it was nice. I mean, were you at Pinecrest? Uh, no, uh, Manresa Beach. Oh, okay. By up up north of Santa Cruz, uh-huh. and of course my directions were going, and I'm like. I, I, yeah, we go a different way each time, and then I th- we should have turned. And I'm like, no, I think we go n- keep going north. Mm-hmm. And I thought we were at the the bay around uh, that would come around to to Santa Cruz, and uh-huh. actually 
my Rosos all uh no that's Monterey. <laughs> I, I think we got to go back. Uh-oh. So we took like a probably a 35 minute detour. detour. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh we, we did go that way one time, but mm-hmm. we went south when Yeah, I'm like I don't know. I know we go somewhere around yeah. here. Yeah, we've got we've got a couple of uh vacation ideas coming up cuz it's going to be my oldest daughter's 10th birthday, so we uh they're going to Montana to see their cousins. And then the next week we're going to go to Reno and then we're going to a couple of days in Reno and then we'll go to Santa Cruz for a couple of days and stay there. And then the weekend I have gigs, so that's the only good thing about California. Mm-hmm. You have access to a lot of things. Oh yeah, you're two two hours from anywhere. Just about. Yeah, and then if you really want to go somewhere, Vegas is close. Yeah. The Grand Canyon is close. Yosemite National Park is right here. You want to go to a big city, San Francisco. Yeah. Sacramento. Sacramento is really cool because it's like a big city, but it's small town feel. Yeah. Lots of trees. And I haven't been. I haven't been to Sacramento in a while. Oh, I've man. been to Sac- San Francisco even less. Really? Yeah, I haven't been. My dad's always like, uh, "There's no reason for me to ever go to San Francisco unless I, I'm flying a plane somewhere else." I used to go all the time. Mm-hmm, me too. I used to go all the time. Yeah. I live 45 minutes away. Uh-huh. Well, probably 30. And we just we would cruise there. We'd go there, go dancing all the uh-huh. time, and. We go to Giants games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did that. Went to A's games. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't. I, maybe because I'm working all the time, I don't have time to do some yeah. of that stuff. Well, I used to just go to the city just by myself just to get away. Like, because the thing I like about the city is nobody bothers you. Like, everybody's kind of got their own thing going on. They don't really care about other humans. So you can just get on the public transit and, you know, Go wherever you need to go and go to the museum or to the park or whatever. Nobody really bothers you. The Exploratorium. Yeah. I like that place. Well, now it's at P- Pier 13, so you don't have to go all the way out to the, whatever that building was. Yeah. The Exploratorium the, building. From the World's Fair. Yeah. I, I think the last time I went there was probably two years ago. Mm-hmm. We w- went and saw a play probably. Mm-hmm. But that's the only time I was going with my uh, sister and my brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Maybe... More than one sister and brother-in-law, but... Yeah. I like to go to shows, too. Yeah, so we saw a few plays. Mm-hmm. And then... But a lot of them have been coming out to Gallo. Yeah, I know. So we've seen them here, too. Yeah. I saw Michael Bolton's coming. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, yeah. My I, mom was big into Michael Bolton, so I might take her. Oh, that'd be cool. Because she'd enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. You'll go and then think, oh, whatever, and then go. Oh, that was well. All, I uh, like Michael Bolton too. I'm not. I'm not oh. scared to say it. <laughs> oh, well, I, I like whatever. But he went into opera and stuff too. He has a crazy voice. Crazy. Crazy. Maybe you can go up and sing with him. No, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Hey, is everybody anybody a singer out here? <laughs> yeah, I don't I, think anybody in the in the history of time has ever said that. <laughs> I, yeah, that would be funny. That would be hell- <laughs> there's always a first for everything, right? Maybe it's the end of the world. Maybe he has BC and he says, "I need a singer. I know. I need someone to come up here and join me." <laughs> he would have to have BC. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's hilarious. Oh well, I bought it. I brought. An album for you. All right. That I I'm not even gonna if if you don't know this, then. this is your last show. <laughs> okay. You should know it on the first song. All right. You'll know it. Stakes you, are high. You should know. <laughs> I so I, I did this I did this with uh uh Heather 
Uh-huh. I said, I guarantee you, you're going to know this. And she goes, I'm feeling all this pressure. And it went one, one chord. Yeah. And she's like, I, uh. when I was watching her, she goes, oh, I know who this is. <laughs> I knew you would. I go, you'll know the first song for sure. You'll yeah. probably know all of them, but you'll know the first song. Okay. But right. you're going to know. You're going to know for sure the first two songs. Okay. Or the first one song plus song that's maybe two songs in one. Okay. Oh, medley? Nah, I don't know what it is. It's just they always play them back to back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Do you I know think who I it is? I already know who it is. Guess. Your favorite band? No. Oh, okay. No. No, but that's a good guess. Yeah. But it's it's exactly like that. Oh, okay. Like, we are the champions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. It, we will rock you and we oh, are yeah, the yeah, champions. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What'd that's you say? I said Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah. They could play that back to back, too. Yeah, they could. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right.
you knew who it was? Uh, yeah, I go to Giants games. <laughs> hey, as soon as <laughs> I mean, when, as soon as the first chord, yeah, the first couple of notes, you're like, oh, I'm like, oh, t- yeah, duh, duh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I know I told this story before, mm-hmm. so um, this is probably my wife's favorite group. Okay, she really likes them. Okay, and I think she likes them because of her friend that she hung around with in high school. Uh-huh. She, they, she liked them. Uh-huh. And and I like them. I remember when my friend got this album. Okay. And so it came out in 78. Right. And it's their fourth album. It's the first one with... Uh, Steve Perry. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it's the last one with Ainsley Dunbar, the uh-huh. drummer. What a and, name. Yeah. And, and um, oh my gosh, I can't think of his name now. The, Rolly? No. Yeah. Well, I think he leaves after the next yeah. one. And then they get him the... I can't think of the guy's... The baby's keyboardist plays with them oh i don't know his name i know i can't think of his name and it's like you know as soon as i hear this <laughs> episode to i'm it. gonna be yelling it's this it's this yeah dumb dumb yeah but they went to they went to a day on the green so i pulled up mm-hmm. the days on the green to look because in journey played a lot 82 they played right they played in yeah that was their heyday 80, yeah so 83 Journey, Triumph, Eddie Money, and Night Ranger. Huh. Journey, wow. I played. Triumph, I played. Eddie Money, I played. And Night Ranger, I played. Yep. And I played all of those albums. Or all those, those are groups. All good, those are all good bands. Yeah. So they play. Gary Moore was originally sl- slated to appear, but was replaced with somebody. From Thin Lizzy. Yes, but he was replaced with somebody. To, so he didn't play it that day in the green. Mm. So my... this And this is his, uh, July 30th, 1983. Mm-hmm. And... Funny, my wife was at that one, and I, I don't even think. See, I, and it's funny. I always hear people talk about Day on the Green. Awesome, they're all, they're fun. And I'm like, you jerks, don't talk to me about it because yeah. it's like I couldn't be there. So I, I didn't, I, I didn't, don't think I don't know, I don't know her yet. I've never met her, uh-huh. but and then Day on the Green two that year, Simon, Simon and Garfunkel, huh. And it's only them. They're the only ones. Build is an evening with Simon and Garfunkel. First reunion tour since breaking up in 72. Interesting. Huh, that is interesting. The next one, The Police, The Fix, Madness, Oingo Boingo, and the Thompson Twins. Wow. I was at that one. Mm-hmm. The next one, David Bowie, The Tubes, and Translator. I wow. was at that one. I didn't see Translator, but I saw The Tubes and David Bowie. Uh-huh. And any, oh, and I didn't realize this. They were back-to-back weekends. Oh, September wow. 10th and then September 17th. So and you went to both. Yeah, I went to both. Like, hey, I, I had soccer games. <clears throat> oh, uh, nice! And then I, I met a girl there, and uh-huh. and uh, well, she was there, uh-huh. and I took Bart to the to the gay on the green, had yeah. a ticket, and, and went and found her, and then watched both the shows. Uh-huh. But the the journey one, her and her friend are running around backstage. Uh-huh. Uh, how they got backstage i don't she you don't ask those questions she's never really said uh-huh you don't ask those but questions. the girl her <laughs> girlfriend was looking for steve perry uh-huh and some um, so she they're running around wherever mm-hmm. and some guy goes so how do you like the show and the girl kind of just blew him off she was like uh i it's great and because she wanted to find yeah. steve perry yeah who was it the guy that replaced gary moore oh brian adams oh <laughs> But so she didn't know. I I don't think. Oh, I mean, you yeah. know. I think this is about when he comes out with cuts like a knife, yeah. and it was. It, oh, this is a good album. I really like this. Yeah. And then he, 
I guess was I don't know what he had before that, but he was playing on that, and then they because he's Canadian, right? I th- believe he is. Yeah. So I think he was. He started in Canada, and then he became mainstream here. Oh, okay. So they they met him mm-hmm. and just blew him off, which <laughs> that always kills happens. me. It always happens. I, I would have been going. Oh, everybody's uh, got a story like that. If they you know get backstage, they're like people start asking questions, but you got your eyes on the prize. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's. I, I was backstage at a Rod Stewart concert nice. after they were done, and so there's like guys sitting, sitting in their camp or whatever, their mm-hmm. motor home, and right. and me and my friend are walking around, and uh, I don't know if you know Rod Stewart played soccer. Yeah, yeah, I know that. And and he, he like bobbles the ball on stage, doesn't he? Bobbles. We call that juggling. Whatever. He juggles with his feet. Yes. And then he kicks them out. He kicks balls out yeah. to the crowd, uh-huh. and. He plays. He, I knew he played on some teams down in L.A. Uh-huh. And my friend, my team, we thought we might play them, and they were telling me I can't foul him. You <laughs> Not can't, allowed. Yes, you can. You cannot foul. You cannot hurt him. And they, <laughs> He's it was under contract. Funny. And well, my my team was telling me that I couldn't hurt him. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not going to hurt him if, if he comes near me and. I have to foul him off. It's going to be clean. I just will tackle him hard. Right. It's, I don't care who he is. <laughs> so. We're back there, and my roommate's going, hey, he plays soccer. <laughs> and I'm going, okay, great, George. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but anyway, so I, 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 I don't know, probably downloaded this about a month ago, a uh-huh. month and a half ago, and I thought, oh, I'm going to play it for you. Yeah. Well, I thought I'd play it for you, and then I don't know what I played last time, but I kind of, yeah, I know. I can't remember. T- time runs together. Yeah. All the days blur. So I, well, what should I put? Oh, I'm, I'll play this. Mm-hmm. I know it's something she likes. Yeah, because you sing See, songs. We would do we would do this song except it's piano heavy. Oh, you guys like don't have a keyboard. Some of the we do, but we just don't utilize them like that because it's just another instrument we have to drag along. You know, setup is hard enough already. Mm. So, because we bring our own PA and our own monitors and everything, and it would just be another. So one of the guys plays keyboard. Uh huh. Well, yeah. Yeah, the rhythm guitars. He plays guitar and keyboard and drums, and he's a music teacher, actually. Oh, cool. And he came from Livermore. And yeah, he's he's a genius. Like, he's You know what we call people from Livermore, right? What? Livermorons. <laughs> the blob, I'll, just, I'll just tell him that. The blob was from Livermore. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know that? Nope. My wife's from Livermore. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> and you're from? Dublin. Oh. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know what they call this. I was gonna say I don't think that's that. You can't really think of anything clever. Yeah, Dublin Dick. I don't know <laughs> what they call. <laughs> Devil. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so that was what song? That was lights. Yeah. Yeah. And when the lights go out in the city. Uh huh. What city? Oh, San Francisco. The city. Yeah. Yeah. They always play it. Well, because they're the local. Seven, they were. They're. They're stretch. from the Bay Area. Yeah. Yeah. So and then, Steve Perry goes to all the Giants games too. Well, not all of them. He used to. He goes to a lot of them. Does he? Yeah. Okay. So the next song is two songs. They always play back to back. Okay. So and I know you're gonna know both these, but okay. I really like these songs. That's why I I played this side. Yeah. I like these this two is songs. Second song. I mean, second side. No, side? I think it's side one. Okay. I think it's side one. I don't know the 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 song, order of the songs. They're all wrong. They're are all different. Yeah. Yeah. It says C insert for yeah. Well, one of them, one of the song, the songs that are back to back is here, and the other yeah. ones at the end of the. I'm like, no, they're right beside each other. Interesting. 
those songs are great so that was feeling that feeling that way in any time so most of the time you hear them they're back to back yeah i just love the way steve perry and greg Rowley sing together yeah their voices just it's awesome yeah and because there's another song they sing i think on their next album uh-huh. that i really liked that because uh, you're che- che- cheating with some other girl uh-huh. you're kissing hugging and Love and touching and squeezing. Yeah, that one. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're doing something. <laughs> we do that one. And then we cover that one. Jonathan Cain. Uh-huh. That's yeah. the the keyboardist that replaces Greg Rowley. Uh-huh. But I don't think he likes the way the direction of the band is going. Okay. Because the reason I, another reason, the biggest reason I thought, oh, I'm going to play this is because mm-hmm. when you played, uh, what's his name, Carlos Santana. Yeah. That's who. Right was singing on and i'm like oh i i recorded it i'll play that Uh uh-huh because it's the same guy right in a different band right and a big band just like the one he was yeah he left that's that's like i guess i haven't really listened to journey that that critically i guess but when you really think about it 
the dynamics that they have i mean they have the two i mean between greg and steve their voices are so dynamic against each other then they also have a piano and a guitar mm -hmm. and a lot of rock bands they want to do either guitar heavy they'll do like the power trio you know th three guitars like uh, uh leonard skinner yeah um or they're piano heavy and they do just a little rhythm guitar they're not super yeah and i, and I think because they're from the bay area mm -hmm. and i grew up out there yeah did i i heard heard them a lot yeah they just i i'm not i, I wasn't a big fan uh-huh I like their older, their not their older stuff, yeah. and not their newer stuff. The stuff I in like the them, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when because once Greg Rowley leaves, they become more, more pop. Yeah, and they still have similar sound, but I think they're. Well, and I wonder if it's just because Steve Perry's voice, you well, know. I think because of his voice, yeah, all the girls want to throw their panties and bras <laughs> on stage, and well, you know what's interesting is you know some songs, if you change the key of them, based on how this, you know, where the singer is comfortable, it t changes the tone of the song. Like if you were to do Stevie Ray Vaughan's "Pride and Joy" in a different key than E, like it might it changes the complete tone of the song. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting, you know, just because his range might be in a specific key um, or at least, you know, just a, a small area of keys that they might sound more pop, you know? Yeah. Well, I like this album uh -huh. and I, I was looking, it, it says on the album, but it also says it was produced by uh, Roy. Roy Thomas Baker. Uh -huh. and, and you don't know who that is. No, I do. He produced Queen, oh, okay. like uh, a Night at the Opera, uh -huh. and he might have done a day at race, but he did Queen stuff. Okay, so uh, I I think he's did Def Leppard. Oh, nice. So a lot of these bands that I like, he's yeah. produced. I think I, I almost want to say he did, might have did uh, ACDC too. Whoa. So he, but he's. I, w I was looking one time the mm -hmm. stuff he's produced. Right. Oh, I like that group. I like that yeah. group, and it's stuff that I really like. Not yeah. like, oh yeah, they're okay. Yeah. No, it's all. He just. I think when he produces it, it makes the sound. Yeah. That I like. It's like Jimmy Iovine or yeah or um, what's the uh, Mutt Lang? Yeah, Mutt Lang. Yeah, there's just just there's certain guys that. You, I don't realize that that has anything to do with. It. I just hear the song. Oh yeah, the, it has the, everything. The finished product, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I like that. Because he'll tell he'll the producer will tell you what you're doing wrong, what doesn't sound good, what clashes. You need to up tempo this. You need to do a fill here or whatever. Well, you know, the, the, I think like you said, they have they have a strong piano. Mm -hmm. They also have a strong guitar. Yeah. And um, Ross Valerie, who's the bass player, uh -huh. he lives in Sacramento. Nice. I don't know if he still does, but he uh -huh. a, a few years ago, I know he was living in Sacramento because he would call into this radio show that I listened to. Oh, this, that's funny. Yeah, he'd call in every once in a while and just, I mean, it, it, every time he sounded like he was stoned, it was hilarious. <laughs> but he, he, he was like totally, hey, this is Ross Valerie. And there, so was he Cheech or was he Chong? <laughs> uh, he was he was probably Chong. Yeah. He was yeah he 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 was like hey how's it going dude? <laughs> he might he might have been Cheech. He, he could have been Cheech both is of like them. way he, energy. Yeah, so I now I say he was more Chong. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but he could have just been either one. Right. Sometimes he would go on like tangents, get excited. Yeah, but he was mostly just laid back. Yeah. 
when he was, he was like one time he, is he a called, product of the 70s and they they well <laughs> when he, when he called in they like didn't believe him at first mm-hmm. and then he find i don't know how they got him but he'd call in it was a national show but uh-huh. it was the station was out of sacramento uh-huh. they broadcast their show right and i listened to it all the time and one time he called and he'd call in every once in a while <laughs> you know, like maybe once every six months, or and and he, they talk to him for fifteen minutes. And I wonder if the producer put it through just because you know. He, I think. Well, I think after the first time, yeah. you know, they probably give him a number. Yeah, if you want to ever want to call, whatever, dude. And just then he, because he he, he he said I, he listened to the show. Yeah, obviously he knew you knew stuff, and it was just funny. Yeah, but yeah, I I I like this sound. Yeah, Th- this this sound of of journey because the blob played probably their first album uh-huh. Maybe it might have been their second album but it early, early. it was uh, it sounded more it was heavier and yeah. more bluesy yeah this is this isn't uh pop no but it's 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 like they're gonna j- venture into I feel like it's escape a reo speed speedwagon again another sound i i like that sound yeah me too and, and speaking of them they're coming to i know yeah, with sticks. I know, and I like sticks as well. Yeah, sticks isn't bad either. So yeah, they get a bad rap. I think. Really, I a like sticks. Of, a lot of people talk crap about it, but it's like, oh, why? I like their sound. Like, yeah. I've always liked their sound. All those, all those bands of that same era. They, it's not that they sound the same. They just sound like that sound. That, yeah. Well, it's just like if you play any of that synth synth stuff, yeah, it's all. It's that sound, the 80s. A lot of yeah. 80s stuff sounds like 80s stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Heather's playing, played Panic at the Disco. Oh, really? Yeah, I like which, it. Which album? Uh, Too Young to Live, Too oh, Weird to Die, that's, that's something like that one. one. Yeah. And she played that one. That she's taking that one to the island. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, it, it was good. I liked it. I, I liked it. It sounded, well, nice. Cool. Yeah. I like Brendan Urie. Yeah, she, she did too. She mm-hmm. she said the same thing. Yeah, and I'm like, who? <laughs> <laughs> now, are you ready to hear the next song? Sure. The next one is La Duda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then La Duda. Okay. Oh, 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 
hooked up? Yes. So Greg Rowley is on the next album and the next album, Departure. Okay. So Love and T- Touch and Squeezing is on the next album okay. after this. And then Departure is his last album. And he actually, it says he quit because he was tired of life on the road. Oh. And I, that's not what I heard. See, when you're out, when you're over in that area, yeah. or where they're from, uh-huh. you hear probably hear different things. Yeah. But it said he handpicked his his uh, replacement, Jonathan King, oh. formerly of the Babies. Interesting. Yeah, you know, and then he left. Right, at, that he say sings on that song, on this album. Yeah. They the reason they get Steve Perry. Is there actually, we're looking for a, a more dynamic, lead, a stronger lead vocalist? Yeah. And they briefly enlisted Robert Fleischman. Hmm. Who, I don't know. And he even recorded a few tracks with him, one of which was For You, which later appeared on some compilation that I have okay. called Time. And it's like three albums and Time 3. He's on the third, I guess the third album. Uh-huh. Um, it says Fleischman was soon replaced by Stu- Steve Perry due to musical and management differences. Fleischman would later resurface as the first singer of the glam metal band Vinnie Vincent Invasion. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then, uh, the, the so that song was written by Perry and Schoen. Lights was written by Perry and Schoen. Mm-hmm. And then, Patiently, the the last song yeah. on this side is written by them. That's the first song they wrote together. Interesting. Yeah. And then the, the but the last the first song on the second side, Wheel in the Sky. Uh huh. Is written by Sean Fleischman and Diane Valerie, which I think is probably Ross Valerie's wife. Right. Which is and that's a great song. Yeah, Wheel in the Sky. Yeah. Yeah, and and this last song we listened to, I don't know, I don't know, man. The, uh, it sounds like it sounds like they wanted to harder to rock out a little harder, uh-huh. and they wanted to show off that Steve Perry has a, a, a higher large, range, or well, a large lung capacity, yeah. like those long drawn out notes yeah. and stuff. It was kind of a blah blah song, though. Yeah, I, I think they're he's just joined the band. Yeah, so they're not, you know, they're finding their direction, right? So because there's a couple gems on this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, really good songs. Yeah, and then the next one. So this is their highest charting album uh-huh. up to this point. Yeah, I re- I read on the wiki. wiki the, page. the next one that comes out uh-huh. is their highest charting album up to that point yeah uh the next one to come out is their highest one and then the next one i think is escape uh-huh. which i think comes out in 81 or 82 i think it's 81 because i think it was in high school okay and that one was like that one just blew up right and then journey became a super group mm-hmm. and everyone oh journey journey yeah everyone wanted a piece of journey yeah well i know that when i uh joined the band i'm in now you know, the guys are big classic rock guys. And so I was like, well, do you guys want to do a couple of Journey songs? Because no one else is going to be able to do them. Ah, uh, because they can't get those. Because I'm a female. So, uh-huh. you know, all these other, you know, dude bands and stuff, they're not going to be able to cover Journey songs. Unless, so. they, unless they sing like Greg Rowley. Well, yeah, or that. But, you know, I was like, we can do some of these big power ones. And um, Were they excited about that? They were pretty excited. Oh. I know, cause that I think the last song you guys played when I saw you. Yeah. Anyway, was, anyway, you want it? Was that what it was? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was gonna say was we a always journey end, song. We always end with that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, cause it always gets the crowd like all fired up. Uh, you gotta go home. 
Yep. Why are you getting fired up when they got to go home? Because I want them to remember. It, it, it's one of those songs that's so memorable. Because oh. nobody else, you don't hear that in the cover bands and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. So. I, I just said, oh, it's Journey. Let, yeah. And when it came on, my wife, oh, we're going to dance. Let's dance. Yeah. 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 So we danced to that one. Yeah. I mean, we danced to other ones. Yes. But I, I did. I also didn't dance when they were doing line thing. Oh, I know. I just watched it. <laughs> okay. It's better to watch. Yeah, it is fun to watch. <laughs> I like to watch. Yes. Yeah. Your last song? Shua. Patiently. All right. Just to reach and try to live 
I knew you weren't singing the right song. I'm like, <laughs> you, no, no, that's 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 faithfully, not painfully, or <laughs> patiently. whatever, patiently, whatever. Uh, uh. Uh, so I, I just started looking, uh, going down their discography to yeah. the next next album, next album, next album. Yeah. And I told you they released two in eighty one. I'm like, how do they do that? <laughs> oh, one was a live album. Yeah, they'd been working on that one. And the other one, Escape, came out in, like I said, eighty one. Yeah. And that was, the, I think that's what catapulted them to. Yeah. Superstardom. Uh, yeah. 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 I just, I like the sound. I yeah. do like the sound. I don't. I mean, I've heard those songs that they play on the radio, but I've haven't. I don't think I've heard this album. Yeah. So I've heard, like I said, my friend had it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So he and he had it. He had this. I remember him playing this. Cat scratch fever. Oh yeah. I, I had I had that one as well. <laughs> so he he would get stuff, and I he was, I think, one of the first people that I knew that had a Queen album. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I like that sound. Yeah. And so there was a couple things that. He introduced me to, and I'm like, oh, okay. So I, I got that. I got Ted Nugent. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, I like Cat Scratch Fever. It's, Wang Dang, Sweet Poon Tang. It's a, it's a great, that's a, <laughs> that's a great song. It is a good song. I, I was, so catchy. Except for, I was listening to some show today, and they were talking about it. Uh-huh. And they were talking about all these songs from the 70s and 60s, 70s, and 80s. Yeah. Uh, that have... The cancel culture would cancel them today if they did it. Yeah, they they, they were Rolling Stone songs. They're oh, singing yeah. about fourteen-year-olds and Steven Tyler putting his sixteen-year-old daughter in his videos. Well, what about "Dude Looks Like a Lady"? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I had a conversation uh, with somebody about that. Like some some of those songs are just well, this t- ted nugent mm-hmm. i was 10 years old when i got it from some kitty next door yeah yeah <laughs> i think i or got it some more big 12 big 10 inch record yeah <laughs> big 10 inch record <laughs> get the whole song right big 10 inch record, record and yeah, i love that song that song is awesome yeah that's a good song yeah the other, there's another one i think they say back in the south i'm back yeah i'm back I'm in the south in again. the south yeah. I, mean, I never heard that song yeah but a guy i worked with several years ago said that uh when they when he was in high school football uh-huh. that's the song they play to get all fired oh, up really? and he played it i'm like oh that's a cool song yeah it's a totally my cool mom song. was a huge aerosmith fan and so i've I've heard all of their albums, even like some of the more recent ones. Hmm. And um, yeah, Toys in the Attic. I got that one. one. I have ones. that one. Yeah, that's I've I've heard them all. Yeah, I like I like their sound too. You know where they're from? I think I'm pretty sure Boston. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think I've heard that. Yeah, it's like they they I don't know. I think the cars are from Boston too. That's interesting. They don't strike me. No. It's like, different. I think, uh, who is, R.E.M. is from some, like, Kansas or something. That's weird. And I thought, well, they, But I, then it's like, where would they, where else would they be from? I don't know. <laughs> they, and they might be from Missouri. They're from some place where I was. Midwest somewhere. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way they're from here. Well, I think Cheap Trick's from Illinois. But Chicago's in Illinois. Yeah, but they're not from Chicago. <laughs> I know. I don't know. There's just so there's bands. I'm like, did, how are they from here? I, I a lot of bands that I like are from New Jersey, which is weird. I think 
because it's uh, such a small. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just. I guess they're close enough to New York, but. Oh, I, I think REM's from Georgia. I think that's where oh, they're from. See, that's weird. That's why. Yeah, that's why I thought it was really weird. Yeah, because he has a weird. I don't know. He has a Michael weird Stipe. accent. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I liked REM when I first heard him. Yeah. There's just I, I I'm I got to start playing more stuff. I recorded a whole bunch of things and yep. and I'm, I'm almost all out now. Yeah. Well, I just no, just I got to start recording more. Oh, I understand. Yeah, I'm I'm I have two more albums that, that ready to you know do shows with people. Oh, I can't I can't wait for our next uh, session because uh, yeah. You got something good? Yeah, I got something good. Oh, well, I, I I like this album. I, I like. I, yeah, this is a great album. This is good. Maybe, maybe one of the highest downloading albums of all time. Nice for our show. I mean, maybe. It's still. It's not even close. It's Brian May. It's still Brian May. Oh, it's. He, every month I look, and uh, the last the last thirty days, mm-hmm. and it's Brian May. Yeah. The, the top two albums of all time now uh-huh. are Brian May and the Eagles. Oh, really? Greatest hits album, which is like the third one. Yeah. I think we did when uh-huh. I started up. That's funny. Uh, yeah, I'm like, oh, it's interesting. Because everybody likes the Eagles. I love the I love the Eagles. We do an Eagles song. I know you guys. You guys do a lot of good songs. Yeah. Well, Eagles are kind of like country, mm-hmm. but they're not. That's why we do it. Uh, but they're because we can get away with it in well, some of the honky tonk bars. Well, so when I played, I played when B.J. Thomas died. Uh-huh. He's kind of like country, and and th- Heather did not like that. I know. I listened to that episode, and she was like. Blech. Well, it, but then it, she was like, "This isn't really country." I know, but again, it's albums I got. Uh-huh. So this you haven't heard it because it hasn't come out yet. Uh-huh. But I, it will be out by the time this comes out. Uh-huh. I played Jim Croce. Okay, and I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah, and I really like him, and mm-hmm. I think that was the first album I ever got from my parents. Really? Yeah, and so I, I really, I just like, it. I like his voice. Yeah, and his songs are all stories and yeah. And they're, it's like night, nice acoustic guitar. Yeah. And they're, it was cool. I just, I didn't know what an album was. And well, it's interesting too about the uh, Heather talking about that it was country. Um, I was talking to my daughters and we were listening to Chuck Berry. And so I was telling them, I was like, this was rock and roll. When this came out, this was rock and roll. This was like, you know. This was cutting edge. Rock and roll, uh-huh. brand new. Like, this was devil music. Like, people hated it. The parents didn't want their kids listening to it. My daughter screwed her face up, and she's like, this is country. What? And I was like, I know. It's funny, because uh, over over the span of, what? 50, 60 years? 60 years? Like, Yeah. It probably would be classified as country now. Oh, duh. But because of rock, the way that rock is, but it is rock and roll. It's rock and roll the, the way that it was invented it, back then. It's it it is the roots of everything Absolutely. that comes after. <laughs> Absolutely. But I thought that was really funny how she was like, "This sounds like country." I I have I got a Chuck a Chuck Berry album that I, like Chuck I, Berry. I was gonna play. Mm-hmm. I was gonna oh what, I gotta record this. Yeah. The Great 28, I think that's what. Oh, nice. This double album. Yeah. It's got, yeah. It's, I like Chuck Berry. I do, too. He would have been interesting to listen to about in the news. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, just like I can Tina Turner. Bad Boys. Oh, yeah. I got to find a good Tina Turner album. I haven't been able to find one yet, but. Yeah. So, anyway, this All was right. Journey, Infinity. Cool. I like it. Cool. <laughs> 
Do you have anything else? I have nothing else. Say goodnight, Blob. Good night, Blob. Bye. Later. <laughs>